friends Ian here I just want to tell you that these next three episodes that we're going to have for no sack at all are going to be a taste of Pittsburgh series a three-part series where we're going to talk about different bands I interview some bands I interview a booker in Pittsburgh and just talk about the scene Uh, we're only going to be scratching the surface there's so much going on in Pittsburgh uh, now and in past but I can only talk about so much but you can even consider this a little three-part season finale uh, everything before this was, we'll call it season one of No Stack at All. Uh, David and I are going to be taking a couple weeks off to go on tour of String Machine, uh, build up some more episodes, and just kind of take a breather. You know, maybe clean my apartment, maybe get into some healthy routines like walking every day. I don't know, but uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We really hope you uh, enjoy these uh, Pittsburgh episodes, and we hope that you tune back in when we come back, because we will be back. And thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks Sweet Stack and the Earthwalk Collective for powering this thing. Let's get started. Like I said earlier, this is volume one of the Taste of Pittsburgh series. A three-part series where we're going to be talking about my hometown. Technically, my hometown is Butler, but, you know, Pittsburgh's bigger and kind of cooler. So, you know what we small-town kids do? We just jump on the back of the bigger city. But anyway... I'm talking about Pittsburgh, and most of these bands that I'm talking about, I hope to interview at some point so we can dive deeper into what they're doing, but this is just my overview of stuff that I like, that I want to point out, and like I said earlier, I'm only scratching at the surface, there's so much more, so if you're a fan of something, or if you're in a band that I didn't talk about, uh, please don't be upset, I love everything that's going on in Pittsburgh, this is just a, a taste, and like I said, we're doing three volumes, there'll be more volumes in the future, so... It's all good. But I'm real excited about this episode. We have an interview from Silver Car Crash that I did a few weeks ago talking about their new album, Resource Body, that was just released last week, uh, April 6th. That was released on Crafted Sounds, which is a real cool tape label run by Connor Murray in Pittsburgh. Uh, a bunch of bands have released on that, and I'm going to be talking about a few in this episode. And we're also going to be talking about some songs off of Resource Body. But before we get into that, let's talk about some other Pittsburgh bands. Uh, first, I have Alter Boy, who just released their self-titled EP uh, like a month ago on Crafted Sounds. I didn't get a chance to go to their release show or see them live yet. They actually played... Uh, under a different name when they played with us with Fire Is Motion at the Bushnell, but I didn't get to see that set because I threw out my back and I had to leave early. I guess it's kind of a reoccurring theme that I'm an old man and have to leave shows early. But uh, the EP is only four tracks, so it's short, sweet, and to the point. They get their point across quickly. It's emo, 
It's catchy. The guitar tones and guitar work are really good. There's vocal layering. The mix is really well. They did this down in Sharpsburg at Very Tight Studios with Matt Very, who, holy shit, knows what he's doing. You can tell him and the uh, vocalist Jake really worked hard on these vocals. Uh, what really strikes me with this album is lately I've been really liking when artists can grab two sounds or like two artists of old and mix those together really well. And that's what Alter Boy is doing for me. Like when I listen to this EP, I hear elements of Turnover's Peripheral Vision or elements of The Moon Is Down by Further Seems Forever. It's really cool. And just don't take my word for it. Listen to Witch's Blood and you'll hear that Further Seems Forever vibe I'm talking about. I'm telling you, that opening guitar riff and guitar tone would fit anywhere on The Moon Is Down. And listen to Silver Lake, the first single released off the EP, and the song that has that more poppier turnover vibe I was talking about. Great song. Check it out. Now that's a catchy song. And while we're talking about catchy songs and talking about crafted sounds, let's talk about the Zells, formerly known as Denzel, and their tour tape they released last November. On it, we have I Wanna Be Your Canary, a fuzzed-out guitar-driven track, perfect for driving around in sunny weather or maybe skateboarding with some friends. Check it out. I've only seen the Zells once, it was actually in the backyard of Bossing Say through the door because there were so many people at their birthday party show, so it was kind of hard to see them, but they sounded great. But fun story, uh, the drummer let me borrow his floor tom because for String Machine when I'm not playing trumpet I like to bang on the floor tom and I was dancing around doing my thing and I just busted right through it first song. I didn't even get to play for anything else, I kind of just set it down, looked at uh, Nikki T, my drummer in String Machine and was like, I fucking broke this drum head man, don't know what to do. Told the guy, he was totally cool with it, said it was bound to happen. He hadn't changed it since he put uh, put it on a couple years ago or whatever, so it was all good. But I think, well, I don't think, I know for a fact that the Zells are going to be playing with me and Warpark and some other bands up in Butler in June, which is down the line. We'll talk about it, but we might have to sacrifice a floor tom drumhead at that show. I don't know, we'll figure it out. But in the meantime, listen to Soft Reset, which has a real nice slide guitar in it. Man, the Zells are making some real nice garage rock out of Pittsburgh. Give it a listen. And now we're going to get away from Crafted Sounds for a little bit and talk about another record label, Wild Kindness Records. Well, not really another label. We'll be talking about them during the whole volume, but a band on Wild Kindness Records, which is Rave of Me, formerly known as Honey, which String Machine just played their name change show uh, with Astrology Now, I believe they're called, uh, at Spirit Lodge, which was my first time ever playing Spirit Lodge, which is a real cool venue down in Lawrenceville. But Rave On Me is some real cool indie rock, garage rock. Uh, Honey was doing the same thing, but I think they're going to begin a little more experimental doing some things. 
again. I missed their set because I'm an old man and had to go to bed and go to work. But I was at that show, I swear. Uh, but give them a listen, or we're going to be listening to the song Blue uh, Narcissist. excited what these guys are going to be doing in the future uh, if you want more music there's another song released with that one on their band camp and you can still listen to all the old honey stuff they're just a new new name now but to jump ship a little bit to a band that's not on a label and that I just saw live with Cerulean Blue uh, at Howlers a few months ago uh, plastic idea I've only seen these guys once uh, real cool dark guitar tones, uh, more rock and roll, female fronted, kind of like theatrical style vocals. I could keep talking about it, but it might be better for you just to listen to the song Held. I think it, uh, that song describes all the vibes I was just talking about. was called held and it's the last track on their ep called demo.n.stration that was released march 1st so it's brand spanking new and if you like it go check out their band camp and uh name your own price so go pick it up and listen now not to take anything away or give anything away from the silver car crash interview but when i was talking to the guys about what they play connor said he's originally a uh, drummer uh, he's the one of the guitarists and singers in the band, but he was originally a drummer. And I, when I was doing my research to talk about bands for this volume series, uh, I saw that he recorded drums for Jack Swing's uh, 2016 EP, Cloud Cover, which is another four-track EP, just nice bluesy indie rock stuff, guitar solos. It's rock and roll. Listen to the song Hazy Days and you'll get that vibe completely. Let's see, I saw Jack Swing live only once, and it was at the Mixtape uh, Festival at Roboto Project last fall. That was a little festival where each band, I think they had like 10 or 12 bands, and you got 10 minutes to play. So I think String Machine got two or three songs in. I missed Short Fiction set. Uh, I believe Jack Swing went a little long, but it was a rockin' set, so it was all good. And uh, I think Soda Club played that, but yeah, Jack Swing killed it. It was a good show. Uh, I end up, I miss short fictions, which I've still not seen them live physically, because I went down uh, the street to have a drink with Tim Fitz, which is a perfect segue into the next band I'm going to talk about, uh, Sam Pellegrino. Well, formerly known as Sam Pellegrino, they're now going as Pro Video, which includes Nick Bloom, Tim Fitz, my producer David Beck, and the bassist and string machine, Mike Law. Now, they might not be going to San Pellegrino anymore, but they're still playing Bait 2 at Chef's off the Stag EP. And that EP means a lot to me because that was released, I think, back in May or June of last year. And for that show, Laurel and I were living in Brooklyn still. We got a mega bus and we went down for one day, played that show, and came back that night to get to work the next day. And it was one of the most rock and roll things I've ever done. 
I think the Crashlanders from Columbus played that show, Punch Drunk Tagalongs from Cleveland, and String Machine at San Pellegrino. It was a great gig, but uh, oh, enough of my blabbering about how much I love those guys. Listen to Bait 2. Such a good song. just because they're not playing it live anymore doesn't mean that I'm gonna let male bonding over women die. Listen. Oh, sorry. Ah, so catchy. Never forget. Well, the last band I want to talk about before I actually talk about Resource Body and we get into the Silver Car Crash interview is a band that they turned me on to from the interview, which is Choir, to get into the heavier side of Pittsburgh. Check out this song, Eyelids. This is from a demo they did in 2015, but they also have it on their album they released last year in 2017. Uh, Check it out, some cool stuff. And now let's talk about the latest release on Crafted Sounds, Silver Car Crash's Resource Body. Nine tracks of no mush, no gushy bullshit, just post-punky, squealy, guitar solo-y bliss. Uh, The first song, Curse of the Pines, I believe Justin sings, and it's all over the place with squealy guitar solos and that post-punk vibe. And then the next song, Medicine, has a real cool parquet chords vibe. Connor steps in for vocals. Uh, Real groovy song. And then one of my favorite tracks, track three, just explodes, Primitive Science. Just release this as a single, boys. Everyone should be jamming this song. It's good to know rock and roll ain't dead, and that punk's not dead. And if you don't believe me, listen to the second single they released for this album, Change. It's a really good album. I would love to play the whole thing for you, but honestly, I'd much rather you take your time and listen to it on your own time because it's really good. I'm really happy and excited for what the Silver Car Crash Boys are going to do and are doing. 
But like I said a few weeks ago, they took the trek up to Butler instead of me taking the trek down to Pittsburgh, which extra brownie points right there. And we sat down and had a real fun conversation, uh, talked over each other a few points, but as Justin looked at me and smirked a week later at a show, said, you're going to have fun editing that one, aren't you? They knew what they were doing, and it's a blast. And I'm sure David had a fun time editing it, but it was fun just talking to them, and I'm excited to play more shows. I've only played with them one time. That was with Mighty at Bossing Say. String Machine also played, as well as another favorite Pittsburgh band of mine, Virio, and I'll be talking about them in another volume here. Don't worry. But they're great at what they're doing, uh, great guys, and enough of me gushing about them. Let's just listen to the interview. Enjoy, everybody. I'm Connor. I play guitar and vocals. Awesome. And do vocals. I'm Justin Bennett. I play guitar and sing some too. And write some lyrics. I'm Brandon and I play bass. You sing sometimes. You sing sometimes. I'm Zach and I play the drums and that's it. Fellow drummer. <laughs> Should we introduce ourselves as our alter ego? It's already going now. Oh, we like... can actually, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, I'm Connor in Car Crash, and I play, I play the chainsaw, and I do vocals also. I am uh, Johnny Wolfman Bennett Jr., and I just raid villages and hide in the woods. That's what I do. Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Brandon, and I lost my car keys. What was my name again? <laughs> Zach, Zach. Dude, you gotta make it up. Zach. I don't know. Badass Zach. Zach. Uh, this is going great. Zach Attack. No, that's, that's over to you, so. Zach Attack. Wow, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Sorry, okay. Hey, I'm all about aliases and my, my one band, the Dune Gospel. I'm Uncle Joe. That's nice. awesome. What is it, Dune Gospel? Uh, the, Dune. Appalachian, the Appalachian Dune Gospel. That's awesome. Dune Gospel. Yeah, you'll, you'll see something about that soon. Cool. I keep hinting at it with everything. How many, how many bands are you in? If you need a banjo player, let me know. Uh, Silver Car Crash is the first Pittsburgh band. I'm on it. I, I was. I realized it today washing my dishes. I was like, "Oh shit!" It's an honor. So I'm on it. I've watched all awesome. these. Thank you, thank you. I've watched them too. <laughs> I have to see if David did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be nothing without David. But you guys aren't here to talk about the podcast that you're being interviewed on. That's that's weird a little bit. You're here to talk about the new album. Yeah. And shit. Uh, which I'm. I so I had this whole. I've had it for like two weeks in my email. Connor sent it to me. another Connor. Mm-hmm. We knew the other Connor. Yeah. You know. He's actually in our band. Connor War. Really? Yeah. Oh, let's, let's talk yeah. about that yeah. first. That's not true. No? Uh, yeah, uh, see, I'm a very gullible person. <laughs> Same here. They tried to tell me that this building down the street was like what they based some building in Jurassic Park on. No, I believe they based the movie <laughs> they def- Jurassic they Park definitely off do that. of that building. No, you did In Butler? The, yeah. The entire... well, it's a big yellow building. Yeah. Are you serious? Called. 
the yeah, screenplay exactly, was exactly. written about Penny it. United Technologies. Really though? Yeah. Are you Penny serious? Penny United yeah. out on 356? Yep. Wait, yeah. so that's for real? How did they base that movie off of that? <laughs> Dude, tell them what you saw. When I don't think they that. Kind of. I know them. <laughs> tell them what you saw. Did you see eggs growing in tubes? <laughs> they had the DNA vials everywhere. Oh, the, wow. You know, the long lab, lab coats. and uh, They're growing pig insane. people? Circle, circle glasses. Animal hybrids. And, uh, <laughs> gray beards. You Don't know, trust like the... anything. I think my Aunt Nanny worked. Ask her. She was probably having she to probably execute the, uh, the failed experiments. You there, man? <laughs> okay, so we'll backtrack to the original question that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll backtrack a bit more. We'll get back wow. to Connor Murray. We're, we're yeah. I just listened the to the album today. I went, so I have had it for weeks in my email, but I was like, I wanted to sit down and give it a good listen, and my week, weeks got away from me, and I, I just binged it before you guys got here, and solid so. shit. I'm very excited to talk about it. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. I, we talked in the back porch in Oakland about you guys did it live, analog, right? Not on analog, unfortunately. Not I wish. Live. That's okay. I was, again. If we had the budget, man. <laughs> too expensive. Yeah. I'd do it all on tape if I could. Because mm-hmm. we don't fix anything in the mix, you know. Like we just—if it's bad, we have to redo it. Ah, oh, that's what—that's what it was. You're talking about how like we, we cut it live though. We do like we takes and then just choose the better one. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I wish we could have one take. But pretty impressive that it's live. Like it doesn't. Yeah. There's some cool shit going on. I'm just saying. Like, We've been playing it. My thing. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, you know what. I was just thinking, like, Steve Albini, the, you know, like, Steve Albini, he's the guy who recorded, like, the Pixies, or, like, Surfer Rosa, he mm-hmm. recorded, like, in utero. Mm-hmm. And, like, he'd always make them play live, you know, and with minimal overdubs, you know, and try to do it exactly how they do it live. And I was really kind of, kind of taking inspiration from that guy when we were recording. Like, uh, you know, for instance, he would, like, far mic things, far micing the vocals, like, when we did the vocals, you know, we wanted to get, like, that clangy, metallic raftery like, yell sounds like it's recorded in a, in a yeah. basement because mm-hmm. it and it's like uh you know i wanted to get that and we did you know we did the best we could doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so we like minimal effects i mean like we use pedals and guitars and whatever but you know like don't add reverb to things don't eq that many things like you know try to yeah. eq almost as little things as possible and uh yeah it's about getting it right yeah, there's like a bunch of songs where I just mess up and yeah. just we leave it. That's like the essence, uh, like you know, that's the feel. It's like the first song I mess up on the transition, we yeah. just left it. If it was perfect, it would not sound the way it does. It's very cosmic that you guys bring that up because I was just interviewing Jay Canner of Denora yesterday, and okay. he was talking about how like he's a music producer. We were like in his studio, and he was like, "When you're recording, like, you should do it like quick. Like, yeah, don't draw sure. it. Like do it. No, it's like in a shot like, express. Like, there was a rapper one time who said like, if I don't do, if I don't record the song like an hour after I wrote it it's like not worth really it wow. Earl Sweatshirt I'm not that's crazy that's wild I know Danny Brown does everything in one take oh, maybe cool. it was Danny Brown could have been Danny but this is very interesting like, that's how you get the best work any right. song like every song that people really love of mine I, you gotta get I fresh that in a minute <laughs> yeah no sure. you gotta first, get it fresh yeah, first thought, like, like uh, you know like you, you know where's the coffee thing it's like you know like you can't let an espresso shot just sit in the little cup you know <laughs> yeah. it's the instant it comes out of the spigot you gotta drink it yeah. You know, that's like how, like, getting the recordings go. Just getting bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we use and I've gotten bitter over some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coffee metaphors. Sure. We also use lots of coffee to make it. Yeah. Yeah. I made a when lot of coffee demo. today. I, I drew, yeah, we drank, like, a pot each when we made our first demo, like, a lot, year or two ago. Yeah. First demo, dude. Just pot after pot. Yeah, Things have changed since then. Yeah. Yeah, how, how long have you guys been a band? 
two years. And Almost like, two how years. did you become a band? Two years? Yeah. Well, Justin, Justin, I met a kid at my school who asked me to play with he and Justin. Justin and he and I then disbanded. And then I, met, I saw Justin at a show at Mr. Smalls. And deer I was hunter. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, like, if you, because I'm a drummer, you know. That deer hunter or the other deer hunter? The other deer hunter. That's okay, they don't. But I was like, if you ever want me to play drums on anything, whatever, just let me know. Like, I have no, you know, harsh feelings or anything. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he came up and he's like, play guitar in this band. Yeah, because like, yeah, the so, one first band, you know, like, it just, well, the one whole slew of people, like, my sister's trying to play bass on it, too, and it's just nobody was free, you know? And then I just disbanded that thing and then saw him later, the Deer Hunter thing. Also amazing show, amazing band. And, uh, yeah, worked out that way. And then we knew... I was also at They that knew... Were you? That's so crazy. Yeah, I was at that show. Wow, that's that's amazing. That. Yeah. I, the I first one, you I texted that? you that day. Mr. Smalls. Smalls. Yeah. And uh, Zach grew up in the same town as Connor. Yeah. And uh, his that? brother... So, Burl. Lower Burl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I asked Zach and his brother... Zach's brother Josh played bass for a while. For a bit. Yeah, and then Josh had to go to school in Erie, and we were just like, well, I want you like driving here on weeknights and stuff and having to like deal with that. So now Brandon. Yeah, and Brandon learned our songs before he met us. Yeah. Or he might already know Connor, I think, maybe, but it was so wild. So that's fun. Yeah, Brandon Rips. But, uh. But you all recorded on the album. (laughs) The first demo is them three and Josh. Oh, and then everything, and then after that is Josh something. is a bit different of a bass player. Like he's a little bit less rock and a little more in the pocket, you know, kind of. I don't know, less guitar like, you know. Mm. He's like one of those almost purist bass players. Ah, I got you. You know, fingers. Nice. Yeah, fingers. Brandon's fingers. Brandon's fingers too. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, but uh, um, wow, 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 wow. I, <laughs> you have a bell. <laughs> thing, oh no, I'd love to have a bell. Uh, like a Let's all talk it. about our favorite bells. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, but on like the album we played, we've been gigging on those songs for months, so like it was easier to, you know, we kind of been hardened players of those songs already before we recorded it, and it still took us like since October we started recording it and then just on and off we couldn't get more than two hours at a time to be in the same room together mm-hmm. you know we managed to play a lot of shows in the fall but like honestly we barely practiced and we like b- never recorded yeah, it and it took us till what late January to finish recording yeah something like that it's so interesting because I always imagine like the hardest part about being in a band or something would be like coming up with like material you know but like the hardest just part is out definitely of just being like, together in our schedules yeah, yeah. like we can just churn out songs all day and they're all awesome. Yeah. Like every every practice we have, we pretty much have no ideas. But we can't get together that often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get it being in three bands, yeah, I'm John, sure. yeah. on the podcast, sure. like Billy Kay. Every time he's like at Street Machine practice, I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> if I see him outside of practice or a game, I'm like, why? <laughs> He's always around. He's doing everything Damn. all the time. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And he like calls me and he's like, "Hey, man, yeah, I just want, just, I don't know, just want to talk to you." And I'm like, How do you have the time? Right. No, it might be like my sister. She like just doesn't. My sister just doesn't work. I mean, yeah. she's busy, but like she just has fun all the time. I'm like, and her friends are always having fun all the time. I'm like, heck, to you people. Like, why do you do? What are some of the themes of Resource Body, if there are any? Uh, 
I can name some things that were influential to me, at least as far as the songs I wrote. Okay. Um, uh, I was reading a lot poetry, namely poetry that was like of the romanticism, decadence, symbolism, that kind of era. And then we got a song called Illuminations, which is like, that's the name of a book by Rimbo, you know? And he's, uh, he's like a poet, like a French guy. He he finished writing all his uh, poems before he was like 19. Then he just quit poetry. But he made a whole bunch of great poems. Like his book, Season Hell, is my favorite. But anyways, reading a bunch of that, I was, uh, I know this is such a stupid, like, hipster um, stereotype, but I was watching Twin Peaks a lot, mm-hmm. getting some lyrical themes off of that. Listened to a lot of black metal. Like, mm. it was all just like dark gothy like horror romanticism like honestly i was just being like a goth for a year when i wrote the wrote most of the songs you know what i mean i hear it yeah it's all dark i think i think all the subject matters are except the second song the second song i wrote about a dream that was like a beautiful dream but everything else i think is pretty like self-loathing yeah anxiety yeah feeling dehumanized yeah Um, feeling like a robot or an animal rather than a person for sure and then, yeah, I don't know. Like, the last song, Paranoia. I think, breaks away from that a bit. But it's, like, it's like transcendent. But I'd say that even when we're, our lyrics are, like, miserable and sad, that we want to sound stoically sad or heroically sad and not whiny. Like, I want to yeah. be sad without any self-pity. Yeah, I don't want any pity. I don't want to feel bad for myself at all. And I want it to sound triumphant. And I want it to sound very rock and roll. Like... We don't really use much minor chords because I think minor chords aren't rock and roll. You know, like Chuck Berry didn't use minor chords. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, <laughs> I realize like so Sex Pistols didn't <laughs> use minor chords. You know, like, you gotta. Major all day. Major for days. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Like, even when it's supposed to be a minor, we'll just go to a major. Yeah. I love, well, I mean, like, the artwork and everything, like, you definitely, like. Also, I was ripping off Sonic Youth a lot. That's okay. A lot of people. <laughs> it's a hard thing to. Rip. I think it's hard to rip them off, so it's still like worthy of merit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're all freaking uh, mixers and DJs. Like we're all doing. Everything's been done. Are you kidding me? Right, yeah. He said, "Great artists steal." Yeah. yeah. That one uh, painter. That awesome. one really. Su- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one pretty good painter. People like wouldn't show like, him his stuff because they'd be afraid that he'd, he'd steal it. I'd say that was better. probably. I mean, <laughs> also just like a sort of. Not so much like a like a like a concept thing, but just like certain riffs, certain things were born out of necessity of just wanting to sound harder mm-hmm. and wanting to yeah. just rock really hard. Yeah, the album isn't really conceptual. It's just like I think the resource body is just your body, you know, like in what you pull from it, and that's what those songs are. I think the I concepts guess. underneath it reinforce the art rather than the art reinforcing the concepts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the thing itself is the main thing mm-hmm. and anything underlying any underlying ideas or influences are just there to in, to reinforce the thing itself the beast yeah i got you the body and the body. uh yeah the body i'd say probably yeah. like <laughs> the, the early discord <laughs> bands too really did it for me too like on well well they weren't on discord but you know like fugazi mm-hmm. like the early early post hardcore people oh yeah big influence on at least the stuff I wrote, no, you the riffs I wrote. 
very cool like post punky thing happening where I, I I really want to uh, hear you guys live again where I'm not like freaking out trying to get shit to record yeah I, I, you guys are playing I'm like ah, I'm trying to get I have a three a three man film crew here and I have a USB mic and a film recorder oh I didn't realize you were doing that and I'm like David back to not I love you, David. I'm sorry. I shouldn't yeah. be talking to you so Dude, David Beck sucks. Man, what no, a, what a douchebag. You know what that dude, a dentist, and Nick Temple start doing? They have this thing. They still do it. It's an inside joke. They go, yo, Ian! And they all go at the same time. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, that man. happens at shows. It happens yeah. in my home. We're in yeah. practice. We were just yeah. talking about, we were just going to talk shit about String Machine. Yeah, we're going to say String Machine. We're going to be like, man, what a bunch of pose dogs. <laughs> no, we love you guys. No. I love playing with Dude, you guys. Yeah, String Machine is the realest. String Not Machine for sure. Wonderful. Straight up. Thank you. Beautiful it, human. I just get to dance around and play the trumpet. It's awesome. It's always good. It's, it's fun. Like, it's so good. The energy is so good. What are some influences on you, Brandon? Yeah. The sound sound of dry laundry. (laughs) Dude, I feel that one. (laughs) And that's the thing, you feel that one. I think the whole album's like a gut feeling too, like, because I've I've like never really known how to play guitar. But like, I have, yeah, right. It's like that. You got better exponential styles. So. You like got better faster than like a gremlin grubs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know, no, no, like it was, no, like the shriekers and tremors. Yeah, you know, like the shriekers and tremors when they eat something, they just poop out another baby. It's like that's analogous to how quickly you learn guitar. Oh, but then I picked up electric. All over the place. I didn't care at all about acoustic. I only, to this day, only have an acoustic so I can write and it not be loud. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's, there's folk oh, stuff I, I appreciate. But, like, I when I first played electric, <laughs> so I, I would tune it. I'd tune it at open G and I would just lay in a beanbag chair and listen to the feedback. The beanbag chair. Yeah. And I'd just <laughs> yeah. sit for hours. Essential. And I would just sit for hours with, like, all the pedals turned on with my face in front of the, like, a giant amp and just sit there and, like, be meditative and, and just you know it's just spiritual. just huge mm-hmm. and uh, that's before I even learned how to play right and that took some lessons <laughs> and then here I am play, play right, right. Yeah. so what do you think of the Pittsburgh music scene let's talk about it so you already talked about String Machine yeah forget that shit <laughs> that's old news ah, let's talk dude, about some of your favorite bands in the scene okay so, where, where are some of your favorite places? Forgive to play? me, bands, if I don't name you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there has, um, to, be, there has to be. Oh yeah. Grace. <laughs> I'd say my favorites. Oh man, I'll start. First of all, I say I really love. I love. Well, I guess they're not San Pellegrino. I was really loving what San Pellegrino was doing. Oh. And uh, now they're pro video, yeah. and I haven't seen them yet, but they're playing early show. Yeah, with plus two. And uh, plus two members. So we'll see how that goes, and I, I'm looking forward. They have band practice today. Um, I catch it every once in a while. It's 
You're gonna like this. Is it sick? Choir. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Nice. Super good. I love seeing choir. Yeah, choir They're scary. Cool. Noise rock band. Dude, the Denzel's band. amazing. The band's um, only known as Honey. No, Denzel is always Ray awesome. fun. Ray we played their uh, name change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw yeah. that. We, so we were good. all there. Yeah, oh, was, really? That was a rap. That was so good. I heard we were really loud. No, that's good. Sometimes I worry we get a little loud. We got yelled at one time in Butler. Actually, right at the art center, this this dude came up and was like, you guys, you're in the middle of our set. You want me to be like, to David, you, you should turn down. And David just like looked at Nick, and I was like, we're going to be really loud right now. <laughs> yeah. and I think we played Living Room. And we just... Like, oh, yeah. That's awesome. hear anything. We're trying to just be as loud as we can mm-hmm. the next few shows. Um, I don't know. Like, I actually think there's a lot of whole... I think Pittsburgh's kind of grungy, kind of like, kind of like nasty and noisy. Oh, like, cause even the bands, still, yeah. still even the bands that wouldn't be that grungy are like grungier than they would be if they're from another city. Like even the emo, like even like a normal emo band in Pittsburgh is like gnarlier than than another emo band in another city. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Repping Pittsburgh. Like, <laughs> well, I'm from the middle Making of nowhere, plans. and like Morgantown just Picking sucked. You know, like there's a couple good bands, but they're like not even active now, and it's just like stupid, boring. You know. It's, yeah. Nothing good. And well, Jake just said we should roll through more. Yeah, roll through play one two three Pleasant Street. That's what he was saying. Yeah, it's. I mean, I have fond memories of that place. Fond memories. There. I it's I went awesome. there before I was old enough to legally be in there, you know. Mm. And uh, you know, False Pterodactyl, great Morgantown band. I don't think they're still around. They had someone. There's a band called Fuck Your Birthday, which was like math rock. Pittsburgh bands. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> rap my hometown. I don't even look. I went there last time I was there. I didn't feel well, I like I was from there anymore. <laughs> You know, like last time I went to Morgantown, I was like, I don't think that I that I relate to any of these people. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> because before I come back, I'd be like, all these Pittsburgh people are weird, and I'll go back and I'm like, oh look, these are, I, I the, yeah, I get these people right. And yeah, then Pittsburgh now it's like the other way around. It's like I'm starting to talk more like I'm from Pittsburgh, you know, than I did before. It's really bizarre. No, but yeah, I like Pittsburgh. I like. My only thing that bums me out is like. I wish like your Oakland bands and then your like scary ass bands that play like on the other side of town would play shows together more. Yeah. Like, you know, like I've been trying so hard to like, to like break into both sides and ride the fence. I mean, Barlow, another great band, like they kind of do that. Like they play on both sides of town. They play with both kinds of bands and it's like, we're, we're trying and we're getting to that point where like people like from that side of town are trying to get a hold of us yeah. to do stuff but like for a In long time it's just so it's just so sectioned off and it, maybe it's an age thing because but there's only like a year or two apart and then maybe it's like just a genre thing you know mm-hmm. yeah. um, but Peace Talks is amazing Concealed Blaze is amazing cool. um, Eels from here yeah Eels are scary amazing. and wild those are like yeah like heavy heavy wise nasty wise those and, bands are so inspirational bands. like that energy is unbelievable we try to like channel we're kind of a wimpy indie rock band but like we try to channel hardcore you know like we try to no like I love that otherwise I wouldn't be playing it you know what I'm saying but like we try to like channel some black flag you know and channel that when we're playing and some stooges Guest Kevin Bacon. So yeah, and I'm just playing. We're planning on trying to bang out another album like 
in the summer. Well, yeah, we yeah, plan on doing smaller stuff when we're putting out the second LP and just seeing what happens. Just like, like trying to push what we're doing, trying to push maybe things, a mini tour. Them. Never like never get comfortable, you know. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. never sure. be complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when you like when you let slack just for a minute, it destroys you. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm such a naturally lazy person, like I'm disgustingly lazy, and uh, I hate work, working at all. But like my mentality is the opposite. You know what I mean? Like I'm all about like like living almost like a Spartan. Where like I have to like straight up like no like I straight up like I gotta take a cold shower. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta get right out of bed. I can't I have to shun comfort because I'm so easily just I'm so easily caught up in that. Like I'm so easily lazy. I could just never leave my bed if I didn't make myself. And uh and so, like, that's <laughs> no, kind of how I treat the band. Is it? It's like a disciplined band. Good. Yeah, it's uh, sure. we we play short shows. We don't jam too much. We just run the song, and we're mm-hmm. done. You know, yeah. it's like we have. We, it's like a self control thing. I think yeah, that's so important and also unique. Not like anyone else doesn't do it or something, but having short sets just keeps it interesting. Like people, like if people like us, you know, and they want more, and the set ends, it's like you gotta look for it and like listen to it you know yeah that's i remember and, seeing show me the body play for like less than 20 minutes right. at a time it was the craziest thing i've ever seen <laughs> you know it works and the ramones never played more than 20 minutes so i mean no, yeah, it's it works literally for one for one and one definitely right yeah for sure like i played me and lol our project when played 40 we tried to do 40 minutes in the <laughs> bar in brooklyn one time i was like what am i no one's paying attention <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know any covers. It was all my songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's intense, dude. You just play Wonderwall like, for 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any covers. <laughs> I remember seeing a video of you saying that somewhere before. Alec. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, well, well, yeah the last Alec. little blue How session. interesting, yeah. yeah. Alec is the reason this band exists, I think. Yeah, really? more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet person. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I saw, I saw him the other day, and I was so nice. It's nice to know nice know. people. It's a nice house of people. Yeah. I do like a noise thing with the other guy lives there, uh, Zach Marburger. We've never had a show on it yet. He used to be in uh, Melancholy Manor, one of the first bands we yeah. ever played with. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Melancholy Manor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, shout out his, to Rio. I was just going to say, yeah. uh, his if if anybody wants to listen to a great band that's from what's from Beaver, but like listen to Reality. That's an amazing band. Reality. That's the guy who used Beaver's to be in Melancholy, man. Scene. Yeah. Everybody yeah. I know from Beaver is really interesting. I'm like, it's yeah. just, there's something in the water up there. Uh, Park, kids. Cephalopods. Uh, there was Prime and Grayscale. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, I yeah. saw them. Yeah, they, it's a cool little scene up there. Well, Silver Clark Trash. Thanks for talking to me. Silver Clark Trash. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Sorry for being so, like, all over this. That's You know, since this interview, I've talked to my Aunt Nenny 
because Easter happened. And she is not aware of any human splicing, Jurassic Park stuff, but maybe she's just in the dark. I don't know about Pen United. Who knows, but... If you liked what you heard from Silver Car Crash, go pick up their album from Bandcamp or go to a show and pick up a tape that Crafted Sounds made. Uh, their next show is at Howler's on April 26th at 9pm. It looks like it's a 21 plus show and doors are at 9. And it looks like they're playing with Ganser from Chicago, Bloody Knives from Austin, and then Death Instinct and themselves. It's going to be a good show. And if you're into any of the other music I talked about, Alter Boy, Rave on Me, The Zells, Jack Swing, Plastic Idea, or Sam Pellegrino, or Choir, go check them out on Bandcamp. Buy the album. Tell your friend about it. Go like a Facebook page or an Instagram page. Go to a local show. Support your local scene. Mine just happens to be Pittsburgh, and I'm taking three episodes to talk about it. But support your local scene. Support the arts in your community. Support this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. You know, I could go on forever, everybody. But thank you, Sweet Static. Thank you, Earthwalk. Thank you, thank you Crafted Sound, Silver Car Crash, for reaching out to me. And thank you, all my listeners. Uh, keep listening. Tell your friends about it. Give us a, a like on Facebook or Instagram. Give us a, a follow. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Oh man, I love y'all, and I'm so excited to be here next week for Volume 2 Pittsburgh, which is going to be a real interesting episode. Uh, But like Fred Rogers would say, uh, I'm glad you're my neighbor. I'll see you later. No static. No static. No static.